0: You can Baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days though. These are just the no stress, low mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And so whether you're trialing coconut cream or coconut milk, both were great for open cup practice. Of course, this is never in place of infant milk or breast milk, but coconut cream has a higher fat content. So coconut cream is four parts coconut to one part water. It's got 19 to 22% fat, much thicker consistency than coconut milk, which is still super high in fat, but that is good for your baby's still developing brain. Coconut milk has about nine to 15% fat. And you can also practice drinking that out of the open cup in moderation. Today, we're talking about coconut and how to safely feed coconut to your baby. And the word coconut and the fruit coconut, sometimes confusing because people are like, is it a fruit? Is it a seed? Is it a nut? From a botanical standpoint, it technically can be all three. We're going to be talking about coconut as it pertains to being a fruit. Coconut is on my 101st foods list of foods your baby can safely eat before they turn one. We're going to be talking today about What is coconut? Why would you want to feed coconut to your baby? We'll talk a little bit about the nutrition, the taste and the texture properties, and then some different forms and how we can offer coconut, the difference between coconut meat, coconut flakes, coconut milk. I know sometimes people get confused between coconut water and coconut milk. I personally was interested in learning the difference between coconut milk and coconut cream. And then stick around till the end because I'll be sharing one of my favorite recipes for baby led weaning. It's a coconut rice pudding with no added sugar, a super easy way among others that I'll be sharing in this episode on how you can safely offer coconut to your baby. So as a fruit, a coconut is a food that you can safely offer to your baby. A couple of fun facts, a single coconut tree can harvest up to 180 coconuts in just one harvest. Now, if you've ever tried to get into a coconut on your own, you know that it's definitely a fine art. I remember back when I was doing my second iteration of the 100 First Foods program with my baby twins, Gus and Hannah, when it was coconut day, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna get myself a coconut and try to get into it myself. And it was kind of a disaster. I feel like I watched a lot of YouTube and still it was a disaster. It involved like safety goggles and me with a hammer trying to poke the eyes out. It wasn't pretty. There's much easier ways to feed your baby coconut. But when it comes to the meat, like if you get into a coconut and you scrape out the meat yourself. It's hard and it's crunchy, at which point it's not safe to offer your baby because we don't do any hard, crunchy, or crispy foods. But thankfully, there are safer ways to offer your baby coconut. Now, why would you want to offer baby coconut from a nutrition standpoint, okay? Coconuts have B vitamins. They've got phosphorus, zinc, calcium, potassium, magnesium, iron. So they've got some vitamins and some minerals. And a unique thing about coconuts is that along with avocados, coconuts and avocados are the only two fruits that have fat. And there's a lot of fat in coconut. Whereas we talk about avocados are full of good fats, mostly unsaturated fats. Coconuts, on the other hand, are mostly full of saturated fats. So sometimes when you read things like, don't feed babies coconuts because they're so full of saturated fat. You guys, the amount that babies are eating is so inconsequential that it really doesn't matter. And a little bit of saturated fat is perfectly fine for your baby. Now, do you want your baby eating like 100% all super high saturated fat foods all day, every day? No, but in moderation- like many of the foods we talk about on this podcast, it's perfectly safe for your baby to eat. Another cool thing about coconuts as it pertains to their fat, the fat content in coconuts is rich in lauric acid, which is also one of the main fatty acids that's found in breast milk. So coconut in no way replaces breast milk, but we do know that fats are important for your baby for their still developing brain. So we talk about lots of different high fat foods that babies can safely eat. And coconut is one of them, although it's not, like the only fat we want your baby to eat. So from a nutrition standpoint, there's benefits with vitamins, minerals, lots of fat. What about from a taste standpoint? How would you describe the taste of a coconut? Sometimes described as fruity, milky, sweet, with slight notes of like, almost tastes like woody, like earthy. I know it's not as sweet as many other fruits. Sometimes people are like, "Eh, that doesn't even qualify as a fruit to me. But I do like coconut for babies because it is a unique new flavor profile, right? And we know that Babies who are exposed to the greatest number of foods and flavors and tastes and textures early and often, those are the babies who become independent eaters and that exposure, that diet diversity helps reduce the risk. picky eating, which is part of the underlying principle of why we offer all of these foods to our babies during that flavor window when they'll readily like and accept this wide variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures. So speaking of texture, the texture of coconut varies depending upon how we offer it, which we're gonna get to next. The meat of the coconut, if you eat it by itself, it can be kind of crunchy and crispy. But if you have it in a flaked form, it's soft and kind of pillowy. If you have coconut milk, it can be very thick. Talk about the benefits of trying coconut milk out of an open cup because it's a thicker liquid like the type your baby's already used to, right? Breast milk or formula are thick liquids. You can taste a little bit of coconut milk out of the open cup as a way to try that different texture as well. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So how do you offer coconut meat. We've talked about the coconut meat being like you have to poke the eyes of the coconut and you can drain the water and then you can scrape it out. Um, Sometimes you can refrigerate it and make kind of removes the meat removes a little bit more easily. But if you, you know, don't have a lot of time to get your own coconut meat at the end of the day, coconut meat on its own, like big chunks of it, too crispy, too crunchy for babies. So let's move on to coconut flakes with flaked coconut. I loved flaked coconut for babies with one caveat most of the flaked coconut that you're going to find is going to be sweetened, right? Like you would use it as in a baking application and already has sugar added to it. We don't want any added sugars for babies or children up until age two. So we need to look for unsweetened coconut flakes. I know personally, I find it at Trader Joe's. Um, I have a sprouts near me. They're called coconut threads at sprouts, but it doesn't have added sugar. If the ingredient list only says coconut, that's what you're looking for, right? We don't want any added sugar. You generally don't find salted coconut in flakes. So the sugar's what we're concerned about. Walmart has unsweetened coconuts about less than three dollars a bag. Uh, if you're in the Kroger family, like Ralph's, they have unsweetened coconut. Uh, Target also has an organic unsweetened coconut flake. So you might have to like search a little bit harder to find the unsweetened one, but it's definitely out there. So, how can you safely offer coconut flakes? There's lots of ways you can mix it into already period foods, like if your baby's already had yogurt, mix it in there. You can put it into oatmeal, you can sprinkle it on other Foods that you're serving. I like to make a coconut rice pudding. And again, I'm going to share that recipe with you guys. It's in the description of this episode. It'll also be on the show notes at blwpodcast.com. So if you do the flakes or the threads, make sure they're unsweetened. Now, what about coconut milk? I love coconut milk for babies. As I mentioned, it's a thicker liquid for babies to start drinking out of the open cup. I do want to point out that we never replace coconut milk for infant milk. So coconut milk is not a replacement for breast milk and or formula, right? This is just simply to practice tasting it or trying it or to try practice drinking out of an open cup, but it's not nutritionally equivalent, nowhere even close to breast milk or formula. So not saying to substitute it, but sometimes you'll look online and you'll see things that say babies under one should not drink coconut milk. I've tried to look into the sources of those recommendations. Oftentimes they're coming from like mommy bloggers. And to be honest, people really not authorized to be teaching about infant feeding or nutrition. But from a safety standpoint, there's really no reason not to drink coconut milk. Just again, mentioning we're not doing this in place of breast milk or formula. If you taste to practice that open cup drinking, of course, is perfectly fine. Now, as far as coconut milk goes, I always used to buy light coconut milk, like back in the day before I had kids when I was cooking for myself, because you're like looking at coconut milk. Oh my gosh, so many calories, so super high in saturated fat. But then someone, my friend, she's a chef and she was like, why are you buying light coconut milk? It's just coconut milk with water added to it and you're paying the same price. And I started looking into it. And if you look at the ingredient list, like, you know, they don't tell you exactly what the ratios are, but certainly light coconut milk is just coconut milk with water in it. So if you want to, you know, save some money, just buy your own coconut milk and then water it down for yourself if you want. For your babies, I'm not interested in watering anything down to cut back on saturated fat or calories, but just kind of a fun fact about coconut milk there. Now, what about the difference between coconut milk and coconut cream? Okay, so coconut cream has a higher fat content. So cream is four parts coconut and one part water. So it's got like 19 to 22% fat and it's a much thicker consistency. Like it's pretty hard to drink. I just tried to drink some coconut cream ahead of this episode when I was preparing for you guys. It's a little hard to stomach. I'll drink some coconut milk, not like I love it, but like it's definitely something that I always take a taste of if I'm offering it to the baby different cup. I'm not sharing the cups with other people's babies, guys. Don't worry. But coconut milk is a little bit lower fat content, nine to 15% fat. And then anything that's less than 9% fat content is considered to be light. Okay. It has a thinner consistency and then a lower fat content compared to coconut cream. You do whatever works for you. Just read your labels and make sure that you don't see any added sugars in them. Now, what about coconut water? Okay. So coconut water is a clear Fat free liquid that's made up of 94% water. Like, remember, coconut water was like so super popular and trendy a while ago and so freaking expensive, which kind of jokes on us because coconuts, if you actually like break it down, are not like one of the more quote unquote expensive types of produce, but when it's highly processed and packaged and put in fancy bottles and tells you that it has electrolytes and, by the way, mostly sodium, but the other, you know, there are some other minerals in there that do serve as electrolytes in coconut water, but there's nothing magical about coconut water, which I feel like for a while there food manufacturers and marketers want us to think there was. But the coconut water, because it doesn't have the fat, okay, it's not, it's just the, the watery part in the inside of the coconut. It doesn't even come close to containing, you know, all of the nutrition that you would get from coconut meat and coconut milk, because of course, that's where all the fat is. So coconut water, it's low in calories, low in sugar, it's fat and cholesterol free. So it's kind of like, you know, trendy adult diet food. If you like coconut water, more power to you. But Not necessarily something that we're going to be offering to babies, okay? Our babies don't need coconut water. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, can you be allergic to coconut? Okay. Okay. Allergy to coconut is almost unheard of. Even though it has the word nut in its name, coconuts are not nuts. They are not a type of tree nut as classified from the allergenic standpoint. So you don't need to worry about your baby being allergic to coconut, but coconut also doesn't count if you're trying to knock off tree nut from the list of the big nine allergenic foods that you're going to feed your baby. One of my favorite ways to incorporate both coconut milk and unsweetened coconut flakes is to make the coconut rice pudding recipe that I was mentioning. I've made this for babies in the first week of baby led weaning. A lot of times they absolutely love it. Now we normally don't advocate for the use of a lot of rice foods anymore, right? Because of the potential for arsenic toxicity, but... Rice is a staple food in many different food cultures around the world. If your family eats rice and you wanna find a way to incorporate that for your baby, I say go for it, just keep it in moderation. So the coconut rice pudding recipe has both coconut milk and unsweetened coconut in it. I'm gonna link that, it'll be right in the description where you're listening to this podcast or on the show notes page at blwpodcast.com slash 305. And if you're interested in learning more about reducing arsenic, in the rice foods that you're preparing for your baby, go back and listen to episode 144. It's about implementing the pasta water cooking method for making rice lower in arsenic. I walk you through how to do that. I would suggest doing that to the rice first before you incorporate it into the coconut rice pudding recipe. Another good episode is episode 157. I interviewed Charlotte Brody and Jane Houlihan. They're from Healthy Babies Bright Futures. They've done some very important work in the space of publishing about heavy metals in baby foods. And we talked a lot about arsenic in baby food. That was back in episode 157. And if you just can't get like enough heavy metals in baby food content, I also had the head scientist from Consumer Reports, Dr. James E. Rogers on in episode 208. And we talked kind of zoomed out and looked at the bigger picture of heavy metals in baby food. That episode had a lot of focus on mercury with regards to mercury in tuna. Consumer Reports has done a lot of work there, but we also chatted a little bit about arsenic in rice foods too. So I don't want to scare you off of rice foods because if you want to eat them in moderation, it's totally fine. I think the coconut rice pudding is a great way to introduce your baby to both coconut, which they're not going to be allergic to, and rice, which they're not going to be allergic to. And then you can check coconut off the 101st foods list from the fruit category. If you want to grab a copy of my 101st foods list, I give it away to everybody on my free one hour-ish online video workshop training called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. We just redid that workshop recently with a little bit of a longer Q&A portion. So I make a point to answer everybody's questions on that workshop. You can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of the 100 First Foods list all for free at babyledweaning.co. Again, that's babyledweaning.co or click the link in this podcast episode description. And if you make that sugar-free coconut rice pudding recipe for your baby, let me know how it turns out. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time.